What's up, guys? How's everybody tonight? How's everybody doing? Thank you guys for being here again. I can already see uh, some comments here in the live chat. Tonight's topic, I probably should have talked about it a week ago, but everyone was sharing their thoughts, and I kind of just sat back and pondered on it a bit and thought it would be good to discuss tonight. So as always, please do me a favor and let me know how the audio sounds. Let me know if everything sounds crispy. Last night was a long night for me. Uh, for those of you that are subscribed to my channel, you'll see that I uploaded a video uh, for some of you early this morning and for others of you late last night. Now, I had a long weekend here in Buenos Aires, which was pretty cool, right? I got time to chill, relax, research, think of different topics to talk about. But there's moments where, uh, like periods of time, where I sort of hit a brick wall. And it's not that I don't have ideas or I don't know what's important and what to talk about. It's that my creativity gets a little bit stifled, I'd say. And I start to overthink things or plan them out too much. And sometimes that gets in the way of me putting out content that I really want to put out. Uh, for those of you that have been subscribed to my channel for a long time, you'll know my style of content and what I like to do is sort of question the narrative, bring up topics, hear your thoughts, hear your theories, because I feel like discussion and thinking outside of the box is very important. But I try to do it in a creative way. Uh, I have experimented with other types of I guess you'd say content. Um, I shared the New Fork recordings, which are awesome, uh, because I felt like those were important and everyone needed to hear those. I've also talked about, uh, I've also talked about different films and different documentaries, different ufologists, uh, just different topics. But I like to mix things around and stay creative. The point of this is, last night I was up to like 1:45 at night processing the video and uploading it after I basically spent the whole night before that editing the video and recording it because uh, I wanted to get it out and the more I do this right the more videos I make and the more content I create the more confident I get but also I start to realize that I need to just put the content out I can't spend too much time overthinking it and Really, the most important thing to me about creating content is getting the message right. And I struggle with that at times. And I worry, like, am I going to say the wrong thing or express myself incorrectly? So I take my time. Uh, so yeah, today was a rough day for me. <laughs> I was pretty tired all day uh, trying to keep up with the with the rhythm. And I wanted to do this live either way because I felt like you guys deserved it and you needed to uh, vent and share your thoughts about the topic tonight. And the topic is Elon Musk doesn't care about the UFO phenomenon. And trust me, I saw UFO Twitter's reaction to his appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast and I'd have to agree with a lot of you, right? But before we dive too deep into the topic. I want to uh, thank you for being here tonight. As always, you guys are awesome. Uh, 
And thank those of you that are listening to this as a podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm trying my best to have active discussions with my community and with the UFO community to just see where we can go with this because I feel like it's very valuable, right? And if you haven't heard one of these podcast episodes or been to a live before, what I like to do is interact with my community and hear their thoughts. So let me check out the live chat, see what they're all saying, and let's kick off tonight's discussion. So I already see some comments uh, that are against Elon Musk, or kind of hating on Musk. Nick Hayden says, Elon Musk sucks. Barry Roscoe says, the guy is literally winding everyone up. I ain't buying that he's not in the know. Now, I didn't want to make this video to like hate on Elon Musk. I just thought it was important that we analyze what happened and think about it because it's not the first time that it's happened. But of course, you guys feel free to say whatever you want, right? That's what this is for. Sofa, what's up, man? He says, hey, bud, made it. Sounds good. He's giving me the sound checked. That's becoming a little bit of a of a lucky charm here on the lives. It's something that I do always. It's like, uh, normally too, here's a little inside tip for you guys. I like get ready for the lives. Like I'll shower and like shave, clean up my beard and just get like ready and get into the right headspace. Tonight, I didn't really do that because <laughs> I didn't have time. Apart from my nine to five, you know, in daily life, I got to try and keep up with this routine here, so, but I love it, so it doesn't bother me. Give me one second, guys. Let me have a sip of water. Blake, what's up, man? Thank you for being here. Andres, thank you, man. Uh, Godly Moose, what's up? Love to see you guys here, man. Pro Illusionist, Alien Girl. Looks like the family's back in here. Feeling good. We're going to have a good discussion tonight. So let's see. Sofa said, I uploaded a new video myself, and I'd love if you checked it out, Gaucho. Of course, Sofa. And if you'd like, share the link to your channel in the live chat. Everyone should check out his channel. I support all of you in your creative endeavors. I think, uh, you know, being a creative myself and trying to get myself out there and spread the word on this topic, it sucks when people don't back you up. Because it just feels like, what am I doing this for, right? I love creating, but at the same time, if you create and create and create, which is something I've done my whole life because I've been into art and filmmaking and photography, but if nobody sees it, if nobody appreciates what you've created, then it's kind of like that saying, if a tree falls in the woods and you don't hear it or you don't see it, I think it's you don't hear it. <laughs> Did it really fall, right? So, uh, Godly Moose says, gotta fix this guy's leak real quick and I'll be joining the conversation proper. <laughs> awesome, Godly Moose. Get that, you know, get that work done, man. I totally get it. Great Troll says, hello, Undead Gaucho. What's up, Gray? Thank you for being here, man. I hope you guys, uh, can't hear that dog barking. That's not my dog, by the way. My dog is always here as a co-pilot on these uh, sessions. She's literally laying right next to me. I'm sorry. Hopefully that dog stops barking soon. <laughs> um, 
Gray Troll says, even if he had heard about the Pentagon's videos, he'd probably think it's just some drones. Most people don't know about them, and among them, most think it's nothing special. So, before we dive into that, we should give some context, right? So, for those of you that don't know why we're talking about this tonight, Elon Musk made an appearance on Joe Rogan's podcast, I think it was last week, and when the topic of the UFO phenomenon was brought up to Elon by Joe, it's almost like Elon had no knowledge of it. And then it got a little worse to where Elon kind of just shrugged it off and basically sounded like he didn't believe in the phenomenon at all. And I totally understand the reaction from the community because Elon Musk is a juggernaut and he seems to be an intelligent man. Uh, and like I said, I think everything he does is pretty awesome. Some people compare him to Tony Stark. And when this happened, people were like, he's no Stark. But at the same time, I think we need to take a step back and analyze Tony Stark, right? Tony Stark is sort of an anti-hero in the beginning of his story. He's cocky, arrogant, and sort of full of himself. And as he grows older and gets wiser... He becomes the hero that we see snap his fingers at the end and save the world, right? So we don't know really who Elon Musk is because none of us sit down and have beers with him. None of us have been friends with him since childhood. We see this man behind the screen and we also don't take into consideration you know, how focused he is on what he's doing. Because if you think about it, this guy's come into reality <laughs> and changed the game. I mean, Tesla, SpaceX, those are things that are going to completely affect and have already affected the human race. Currently, right, changing our reality and they will change our reality going into the future. But I'm not here to kiss Elon Musk's shoes or his feet, however you say it. I'm here to talk about you know, what you guys think and kind of jump into this anger that I saw in the community because I get it totally. Andy Oates says, Hey everyone, Elon's attitude sucks. It's worse because what he does is so great. And that's exactly what I'm saying, Andy. For me, you know, as soon as I shared this on Twitter, I think, uh, Jazz, Jazz Shaw, you guys know him if you're on UFO Twitter. He was like, hey, I'm not ready to throw this guy under the bus yet. And I'm not trying to throw Elon under the bus. I'm just saying, let's talk about it because he is a juggernaut. He is one of those people that is going to go down in history. And this is a perfect example of how there's a stigma tied to the UFO phenomenon that kind of makes people overlook it. And even academics kind of don't want to waste their time when it comes to this topic. And it's a big reason why I dropped that last video yesterday. Um, this countdown that we have, 180 days, and we're already 130 or less into this, uh, where the UAP task force has to present a report to Congress. These kinds of things are super important. And a lot of the community, a lot of people are saying, you know, nothing's going to come from it. Nothing's going to happen. And that's dangerous. It really is. And I know it sucks because we we have this relationship 
with the government in the UFO community. We have this unhealthy relationship. And I'm not saying that we're wrong for having that relationship. I mean, it's basically like being with somebody and getting cheated on multiple times and then finding out all these secrets about them. And now they're back in your life and they're trying to help you out. And it's like, should I trust this person? Should I not? Should I get over what happened? And I have to say that Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, TTSA, they kind of gained my trust. But I sit back and wonder sometimes if I would do the same thing if it were to come to, you know, if it were a person, you know, if it was a relationship that I had, would I ever give them back that trust that they originally had? So when we see players like Elon Musk not acknowledging this topic that is very real, this topic is very, very real. It's unfortunate that some people don't see it yet and some people can't get on the bandwagon. Um, when we see him sort of nonchalantly laugh at it, it kind of hits us right in the core. Especially because when Joe first asked the question, I was thinking he was going to come with something awesome. Right? I think I thought he was going to say, yeah, I've totally been looking into this. This is what I think. Boom. Instead it was, I've totally not looked into this, and this is what I think. Um, some of you may have seen that I dropped a little piece of art over the weekend, and it was like an alien version of Elon Musk at the Joe Rogan podcast saying, uh, these humans sure are subtle. And I thought it was funny because we're not very subtle. But he said that about the aliens, right? He said, these aliens sure are subtle. They sure are shy. But if we got to, uh, if we got to be honest with ourselves, they do hide in the shadows and they are not landing on the White House lawn and they're not going to do that anytime soon. And I don't see that happening in disclosure and I don't see that happening in the future. I see maybe the government taking the topic a bit more serious to where maybe the beings themselves, the occupants, have no choice but to. Uh, sort of reveal themselves a little more. And who knows, maybe the government has been taking these craft out of the sky for some time. Or maybe the government has some of these bodies. Or, you know, we don't have the full picture yet. But I just don't see them openly coming out to us anytime soon. Back to Musk. Because I'm going to start talking about the UFO phenomenon and then... I'm just going to sidetrack and talk about that all night. Let's see what you guys are saying. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to keep up with the live chat. As always, guys, it's so awesome to see you guys hitting up the live chat and discussing with each other. It feels great to see the community here uh, growing and, and you guys really taking advantage of it and interacting with the rest of the community. Um. Oh, for those of you listening to this as a podcast, if you want to join the live chat and share your thoughts and theories on the topics we discuss, make sure to check out my channel. It's the Undead Gaucho on YouTube. It's the same as the podcast. And we do this every Wednesday, and we'd love to have you here to join, you know, join the clan. Blake says, I think Musk is just too busy, too. And that's something I thought about as well. Guys, let's think about it for a second. 
this dude is like rocking the world <laughs> with his with his creations with what he's done it's amazing to think that he has like a normal life or he has time to go to Joe Rogan um also something that I've learned in life uh, my short time on this planet is sometimes intelligent people are not that smart sometimes intelligent people are idiots <laughs> I'm not saying Elon Musk is an idiot so Elon if you ever hear this I'm not calling you an idiot but I'm just saying that there are brilliant people out there that are socially awkward that don't know how you know to interact with the world around them that don't understand barriers and sort of are caught up in their intelligence. And I've seen that many times. Uh, and it's, it's pretty crazy, right? When you see that, cause you think, how could this person be so dull minded and at the same time be so brilliant? It's, it's tricky. It's, it's fascinating to see when you have like a friend or somebody close to you. And when I say dull minded, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying, you see these aspects of them that just don't seem to align with how brilliant they are. And I think we see that sometimes in Elon Musk. You know, I look up to Elon Musk. If I could get a Tesla, trust me, I would have a Tesla and I'd be letting it drive itself while I vlogged from the car. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. And I do think in the future, my kids or myself, we may take a trip into space. You never know. And it will be all thanks to this brilliant guy but he is a rebel and in order to get to those points of success and uh sort of where he's at i think you have to be kind of stuck in your lane and kind of into yourself and believe that you are elon musk so is he on the inside has he been read in i don't think so because he's kind of a loose cannon um, have you guys been checking out his tweets? Like in the past, I thought this guy's awesome. He's brilliant. And then I started seeing him tweet and I was like, wait, this guy's normal. Like everybody else. He's actually had some tweets out there that made me think like exactly what I said earlier, where they're brilliant, but they're also kind of not as smart as you thought they were. Great Troll says, maybe he's waiting for disclosure to equip Starship with better engines. Um, I see what you're saying, but I think that his approach that he's had multiple times, the take he's had on the topic many times, because it's not just on Joe Rogan's podcast. It's been a bunch of times where he kind of does the same thing. Uh, I think he really is being honest where he thinks like they haven't shown up, so it's not a big deal. And that's that. Until he has hardcore evidence, he's not going to believe in the topic. So here's a problem of living in an apartment complex. I'm going to break away for a second of the, of the discussion. I live in an apartment complex. And I can currently hear people arguing in the hallway. Now, I hope <laughs> that they don't come too close to the door because then you guys are going to super hear them. Uh, you know, 
it's difficult sharing spaces with other humans. Sometimes I wish I could just move to a UFO hotspot, have a nice little cabin with a studio, and just get away. <laughs> but let's get back to the topic. Let me see what you guys are talking about. I want to hear your thoughts, your opinions on Elon Musk. And again, guys, this is not an Elon Musk hate fest. We got to give the guy some kind of credit. I mean, he's done amazing things. Now, like I said, in order to do those things, I feel like you got to be kind of a, a rebel. You got to be kind of... Like I always tell my wife, like when there's a really good musician, like a really good musician or an artist, they got to be kind of weird. Right? They can't be normal. That's part of the art. That's part of what it is. It's part of the character. It's part of what makes them so different from everyone else. Hey, what's up? The Zignal's here. If you guys haven't checked out uh, That UFO Podcast, make sure to go check out That UFO Podcast. Uh, they have amazing content. And they have a YouTube channel, too. Just search it up, that UFO podcast, and you can see uh, one of the interviews they did with Lou Elizondo. They shared the video footage. Very cool. And The Signal, if you haven't checked out his Redbubble shop, he's an artist. He does great pieces. He has his nice um, Tic Tac UFO artwork, and definitely go check him out. Pro Illusionist, man, thank you for being here and always you know, sharing your thoughts in the live chat, man. Let's see. I'm jumping back because I'm trying to keep up with you guys. I see Godly Moose is back. Thanks for being here, man. I hope you got that work done that you were working on there. The signal says, Musk is one of these guys that needs to focus on what he has to offer and nothing more. He has an intense focus, some great ideas. Uh, but cars to electric cars or better rockets aren't a paradigm shift. They are improvements on something we have. I agree. They are improvements on something we have. But I'm glad that he existed and he did those things, you know? Um, think about... This guy just showed up and completely changed the space game. And NASA was just sitting there scratching their heads when he showed up. And now they're like working with him. It's it's crazy. Oh, you guys are commenting on the apartment thing. Uh, sorry. Someone says I can't D three four denicide. I'm I'm assuming D for denicide. I'm not sure how to say your username, but but he says we're not designed to live in apartments and flats. I'd have to move to a smaller place, but now don't have my neighbors. Uh, Bumping uglies. <laughs> I agree. We're not designed to live in these little boxes all next to different people. People are wild, man. People are wild. And tonight we're talking about a wild person. And you know what I thought would be interesting for tonight? Because I really used to respect Musk. And then I saw his Twitter feed. And I saw some tweets he was dropping. And I thought, this can't be the same guy. This can't be the guy that I was looking up to. Because... Some of his tweets are pretty wild. For a guy that you would think is so smart, they're pretty wild, right? And he is. I mean, the guy's filthy rich. He redesigned all these things and changed sort of how we travel in so many ways. 
But I want to I want to share some of the tweets with you guys that I thought were were pretty crazy to hear Elon Musk, you know, sharing with the world. Here's one. This is from November 6, 2020. He says, "420 is 10 times better than 42." <laughs> so for those of you that don't know what 420 is, I'm sure a lot of you do. It is April 20th, which is a day where you get blazed with your friends. And when I say blazed, is you smoke marijuana. So he's dropping some marijuana tweets there, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Just because somebody smokes marijuana doesn't mean they're not brilliant, right? But then he's got 69 days after 420, again, ha ha ha. So he's making a hit in 69, and I'm not going to express what that is because you guys all know what that is. But I think it's crazy to see him tweeting things out like that. It's sort of like you're seeing his personality. And I feel like if I were Musk, first of all, I would definitely have like, if I was at that level, I would still interact with everyone. I would still try to talk to everyone, but I would have like somebody that say, hey, bro, don't tweet that out because people are going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but uh, he's got some funny tweets, some crazy tweets. And he made a lot of people mad with these tweets, man. And then he started... When COVID came out, he was totally like against any sort of uh, any sort of news or any sort of information that was coming out from COVID. Now I'm not gonna break this down and and do it you know complete justice because I just said he was completely against, but there was aspects of COVID nineteen and what happened that he was completely not down with, and I thought that was interesting because look I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I got to be honest. COVID-19 has been a pain in the butt, right? But I saw some people pass away from it. And I know people in the medical field. I'm not Elon Musk. But I'm not even wasting my time trying to figure out if it's a conspiracy or anything. Because for me, it's first of all, it's too late to think about if it's a conspiracy or not. So many people have died. And the vaccine is now getting injected to people all over the world and we're trying to figure out what's going on and fighting this thing but it's it's just too much right it's like i think that's what the whole you saw this big wave of craziness that came out when we got locked down and the whole world kind of shut down of people coming with all these insane conspiracy theories and look i am somebody that has spent years reading conspiracy theories and when this happened, I was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, first of all, yes, the banks control everything. That's common sense. Yes, you are being manipulated by your government. That's common sense. Yes, all these things are real. But you can't do anything about it at this point. The only thing you can do is have a free mind. And when I say a free mind, I'm saying the only thing you can do is not let them take away that part of your freedom. Because the rest you pay for. Your food, you pay for it. You don't hunt it. Some of you might. I don't know. But most of us, we pay for our food. We pay for electricity. We pay for water. We pay for land. We pay for the house we live in. We pay taxes. We're born with a social security number or some kind of ID number. So stop trying to look too deep into it. It's right in front of you. It's not a conspiracy. It's the truth. It's the reality that you're living in. So some people read a conspiracy for the first time and they lose it. They completely lose it. But I've been reading conspiracies since I was 
11 years old. So if you ask me who shot JFK, there was something going on there, right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, no, it was some crazy guy that shot him. There was definitely something going on there. And I have no problem saying that because for me, look at what we're looking into. The UFO topic before this point where we're at now has been shrouded in mystery. And think about all the times the government's denied having secret projects that looked into this topic. And now we are hearing about these projects openly. The governments lie to you. They do. And they say it's for, you know, to protect the people and to keep us safe. What we should think about is how do we know who has our best interests at heart? I don't know. Now we're jumping down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole because I wanted to talk about Elon Musk tweeting about COVID. But I think it's interesting that a guy so smart would have these sort of crazy thoughts about COVID and, and just going completely against it. Like, I get it. Some of you in the live chat might not agree with what I'm saying when it comes to COVID, but I'll be honest with you. You can trust me. I'm not lying to you. There's not any, uh, I don't have any motives to lie to you. COVID is very real. It's killing a lot of people and the effects are very dangerous for some people and for others, they're not. And for some of you that think you're healthy, you don't get your whole body checked every time you go to the doctor. And when's the last time some of you have even went to the doctor? How do you know that you don't have any sort of weakness in your body that when you get the COVID disease or the COVID, sorry, the COVID virus, COVID disease, <laughs> the COVID virus, you, uh, you're not going to meet the unfortunate fate that so many family members, so many loved ones around the world have met. Like I, whenever I hear somebody talking about COVID and just openly disregarding it or saying it's a hoax or whatever, I think, man, if, if my, if one of my family members, my close family members had passed away from COVID and you said that to me, to my face, if you were saying that outside, I don't know. I think if there's a moment that I would ever <laughs> have to punch somebody, I think it would be then. You know what I mean? There's just, the I, I just couldn't imagine controlling myself, controlling my, my emotions, just listening to somebody confuse other people. It's very simple. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about COVID, but <laughs> Elon Musk definitely did. And I thought it was fascinating. He was just left and right, left and right, dropping tweaks, uh, tweets about, about COVID. Uh, here's, here's one that made me laugh. You guys are going to like this one. So as a reference to the Matrix, on May 17, 2020, he tweeted out, uh, take the red pill. And he put, uh, guys, before I tell you that, I picked up some new lights. So I'm not using my cell phone anymore. I've got my phone in my hands. Uh, thank you to my Patreons and all of you for supporting me because you inspired me to do this and to try to make this better. And for some reason, there is a, I got this, uh, I got these normal lights. I went to like a hardware store and I picked up some LED bulbs and I set it up all myself, always the cheapest way, which hopefully one day I can, I can get some real studio lights in here. But uh, I got some cooking sheets. And 
I got the cooking sheets to sort of diffuse the light to make it not be so intense. And there's a fly in here and he's just going bananas on the cooking sheet. I don't know what's going on. Okay, forget the fly. <laughs> Let's get back to what I was saying about Elon Musk. That's going to happen on this on these lives and on the podcast. You guys might hear a little bit about my life. I've already been interrupted by flies, by neighbors. But let's get to the point. So as a reference to the Matrix, uh, he tweeted out on May 17, 2020, take the red pill, and there's a little emoji of a red uh, rose. And Ivanka Trump responded as taken, right? She said, like, I took the pill. (laughs) The movie's creator, the Matrix movie's uh, the Matrix film creator, Lily Wachowski, <laughs> she added to their conversation, fuck you both. <laughs> I don't know. That made me laugh so hard because I just imagined them like, oh, yeah, taken. And then <laughs> the creator of the Matrix is like, just drops that bomb. Amazing. But yeah. I want to hear what you guys think, because I don't think he's written on anything, and I don't think he has time to look into the UFO topic like we do. I mean, maybe he does, right? He's a very wealthy man, but at the same time, I think it would be a service if one of us could sit down and talk to him and just hang out with him and share all the cases we you know, we knew and showed him everything we had and just really got his perspective without cameras, without lights, without anything just sat down with them and said, hey, this is what there is. What do you think? And it's totally possible that he would come back with the same response that he gave on the Joe Rogan podcast. And I've had friends, and I'm sure you guys have had friends, that don't even want to talk about the UFO topic. And then there are people that need that evidence. They need it. Like if they don't have something hard, physical in front of them, they're not going to buy it. And then there are people that if the government or some higher power isn't telling them what to believe, they don't believe it. But this guy, he is very different in the sense of he's not a normal guy, right? He has investors. He has a reputation to sort of uphold. With his tweets, it seems like he's not really afraid of saying whatever he wants. But we've seen him lose investors in the past for lighting up on the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, Going back to his 420 tweets. But, um, yeah. Let's check out the live chat again and see what you guys are saying. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about right now, but Andy Oates says, Now I've got the image of Freemasons in, <laughs> Freemasons in short shorts in my head. <laughs> guys, let's be honest. There's definitely some Freemasons out there wearing short shorts. It's totally... The signal said he invested in what he invested in. Literally, Tic Tac stuff could end his company's ascendancy. That's also something I thought about. I said it earlier. The UFO topic is a stigma. It's still a topic that not a lot of people want to touch. And a guy that has a space tech company may not want to, if he's not Robert Bigelow. (laughs) So this contradicts exactly what I'm about to say. You see, this is how you know this is live. But if he's not Robert Bigelow, he may not want to touch the subject. Not everyone wants to be seen in that light. And I'm sure a lot of us have got some negative feedback or negative responses from people just for talking about the topic. And I definitely have gotten it. And now I can't like avoid it. 
because it's part of who I am and it's what I do, right? It's part of my creative process. The signal said, compared to free energy stuff, Elon is like big oil. I totally agree, right? Elon is like the big oil of these kind of like nerdy, nerdy uh, billionaires, right? He's like the coolest one we've seen. Just compare him, I don't know, to Bill Gates or to anybody. He's like one of the coolest ones we've seen in the sense of like he doesn't really care. He doesn't. He smokes weed. He creates flamethrowers. He's breaking all the rules. <laughs> so maybe for him, like following the rules would be looking into the UFO topic. I don't know. It was just so fascinating to me that he had no idea about the Tic Tac case, about Fravor. Some people on Twitter were actually saying that they shared the the article with him. That they shared it. They tweeted at you know him the article, but. It's Elon Musk. How many tweets of normal people, of us peasants? You know, how many of the peasants' tweets does he see? <laughs> oh, Godly Moose shared a great quote. He said, the UFO issue is an intelligence problem, not a scientific one. Jack Valet and Davis. And that is something that I've been trying to point out on the channel, and it's something that I've said in the past. The UFO topic is a alien phenomenon, and... How do you expect to explain an alien phenomenon in the parameters of human science? It's kind of a tricky one to think about. I do want the scientific community putting all their energy, if they can, into this topic. And the more scientists, the better. But when they hit these barriers, they need to figure out a way to step back and realize that this is an alien phenomenon. It's the most important part. I think it's what's really making us approach the topic incorrectly. As humans, we're seeing this through the lens of a human being. We're trying to put it into our box, our bubble. But this is something completely different. This is something that breaks all the boundaries that we've ever set. This is something that is fascinating and magical almost, right? But magic is just magic until it's science. I see Proillusionist is responding to, to Zygno. He says, I feel like... He's the guy who would ditch it and just start a new company if needed. I don't see why not. You know, if you guys are talking about Elon, because I'm, I'm trying to keep up. You guys are having great, great discussions here, and I, I'm loving it. Godly Moose said, yeah, very hard to apply the scientific method with something that isn't repeatable. Exactly. And that's how the scientific method works. So there you go. It's a crutch. It's a, it's a kink in the game, you know, a kink in the armor, as they say. So I was checking out his tweets. Let's keep looking at his tweets. Because I'm just trying to say, like, look, this guy is normal. He's brilliant. He's made a lot of money. He's changed the world. But he's a normal guy. And he's kind of wild at times, right? Um, he said some crazy things. He's done some crazy things. And he doesn't seem to be stopping. That seems to be part of his his charm. That seems to be part of what makes him Elon Musk. So, um, here's your look here. In 2015, Musk said on Twitter that it was strange that humans have yet to see evidence of aliens. This is 2015. Seems like an opportune moment to bring up the Fermi paradox, a.k.a. where are all the aliens? Really odd that we see no sign of them. 
This is obviously somebody that does not look into the UFO phenomenon. If you are saying that out loud, or you're tweeting that, it's because you don't believe that there is any evidence, the evidence that we see, that you and I look at, he doesn't believe that it's evidence. And he's not the only person. You know, I met a lot of people like that. The crazy part is, is sometimes I'd say the most of the people that I've met like that are intelligent people, right? They're, they're supposedly smart. I guess you'd say they are smart on paper, right? And sometimes they're so smart that they need, they need, uh, they need this proof. They need this hard evidence. We've got so much data out there. There's look at what's going on right now, right? The UFO topic is being taken seriously. And I don't think if it wasn't what we think it is, I don't think it'd be talked about openly. And I don't think it'd be taken as serious as it's being taken at the moment. But then he goes back and forth with what he says. So I'm reading this from articles, guys. But uh, after he said that in 2015 and 2020, he says aliens built the pyramids, obviously. Which got him in a little trouble. Because uh, Renai Al-Mashat tweeted him. Which Renai Al-Mashat is Egypt's minister of international corporation. He invited Musk. Uh, and SpaceX to explore, explore the writings about how the pyramids were built and also to check out the tombs of the pyramid builders. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. It's crazy how he goes back and forth and he has all these random tweets. I mean, he seems just to be a normal guy. And I know that we wish we had him in our corner because, like I said, he's a powerhouse. He's one of those guys that are going to go down in history. And who knows what he could add to the topic. And it's crazy to hear a guy that is building rockets that are going back and forth into space to hear him say that he has no idea about the Tic Tac case. But I still would buy a Tesla Roadster. <laughs> I still want to go zero to 60 in, what is it, like two seconds? The new Roadster? I don't know. I don't know what the zero to 60 is, but it's super fast. Pro Illusionist said, Lou Elizondo tweeted a few months ago that he was preparing and wanting to give Elon Musk a briefing. That'd be pretty crazy. Let's see if those two kinds of personalities can get along. I feel like uh, Lou's kind of respectful, right? But you don't want to make Lou angry. You don't want to be a jerk around Lou. And Elon seems to be okay at times with being kind of, uh, oh man, I don't want to say this. It's like, the hardest part for me to do this was like, I kind of like Elon Musk, right? So for me, I was just like, oh, well, he's just too caught up in his own things and he doesn't care. But I was about to say, uh, Lou probably may not get along with his personality because Elon's kind of arrogant at times. I guess that's the best way to say it. Alien Pickle says, there's no way that Musk is launching rockets and never has caught a UFO on their telemetry cameras, anything bull wouldn't it be crazy if he actually did know about the topic and somebody I, I was about to say made him promise but that's not what i'm trying to say somebody scared him to the point where he couldn't talk about the topic because when joe rogan brought it up it was interesting that he started getting extra twitchy and extra nervous and i felt like his response was so like dull and so like that's just kind of what anyone without a little bit of imagination would say 
I, I did see somebody bring that up. Like, what if he was lying about it on purpose and just he is ready and all this kind of stuff. But you would think that a guy, like I said, that has rockets that are going in and out of space and that is going to take us all into space would have some kind of knowledge on the topic or would at least believe in alien life. All right, so we have talked how long about Elon Musk now? Let's see. Oh, guys, do me a favor. Let me know how these lights look. They were super cheap, super budget. For those of you listening to the podcast, you can't see me. But I'm sharing with the community that I picked up these new lights. I've been complaining about lights for so long because I've been using my smartphone, the flash on the front of my smartphone, as a light. And it was just a pain. Um, you know what I want to start doing on these lives, guys? apart from interacting with everybody, is like shouting people out from UFO Twitter. I feel like it's important. You guys are all on UFO Twitter, but I'm going to check out my feed real quick, and let's see if there's anyone or anything I want to I want to point out to you guys real quick. I just repeated real quick twice. <laughs> GT, the phenomenon knows there are cameras on the Falcon 9 launches, and they are choosing not to be present. It's a possibility. Space Monkey says, I was wondering why Elon Musk wants to be the first to go to Mars. First one there makes the rules. That's definitely going to happen, guys. I mean, look at us. We're human beings. Everything we've done has been that way. The first people to get to Mars or to get to wherever are going to take it over. They're going to do the same thing they've always done. History repeats itself. History repeats itself for sure. Alien Pickle says, The Undead Gaucho, dude, you don't get contracts with the government without going under a huge NDA on everything. Imagine how much NDA UFO Bob is under and make that times 10. It's very possible. Very, very possible, I guess, right? Some people were arguing that they couldn't imagine him being read into anything. But you're right. The guy's making moves and they are intergalactic moves. <laughs> Off the world moves. So... Alien girl said, "Planet Elon, <laughs> you know, with with his tweets and his kind of his attitude, you know, wouldn't it amaze me if he did have a planet Elon in the future. <laughs> Are they gonna wreck like a statue on Mars of Elon Musk? I'm surprised we haven't seen. Is there a statue of Elon Musk anywhere? Let me know, guys. Search it up. Let me know. GT said Elon's gonna crown himself king." <laughs> Prolusionist is saying, uh, good night, guys. Good night, Pro. Thank you for being here, man. Alien Girl said, it's Bigelow who probably has a crazy NDA. Now, one thing that really bugs me is when people say that Robert Bigelow doesn't know anything. Come on, guys. Robert Bigelow is literally like, that guy is a treasure trove of information. I'm telling you, that guy has information. He was working with the government. He has you know he's a private company but he has done a lot of things that he's a private i guess you say what is a private contractor i'm not sure i'm not very business savvy when it comes to these kinds of terms but he's um the guy has done his work and the guy's been digging and searching and spending millions and spending lots of money on this topic and he's full of information he's one of those guys that definitely if i ever get the chance if guys if we ever get the chance I'm taking my camera with me. We're sitting down with Robert Bigelow. But I don't want it to be like sit-down interview. 
I want to like go to a diner on the side of a desert road, sit down, have some flapjacks, and see what he has to say. You know what I mean? That's the kind of guy you meet in like a a dark bar on the side of the road. He hands you like an envelope with some photos of some UFOs in. That's what I want. That's what I need to find. I need some contacts here in Argentina. So if any of you guys know any secret contacts, send them my way. Alien Pickle says, The Undead Gaucho, consider that the first corporation that mines an asteroid has access to $10 quadrillion of rare ore, current estimate. The corporate race into space forces disclosure. I agree. And I think the space race or uh, getting into space is important. It's important for us. We're going to have to get off this planet eventually. And I think traveling out into space is just the next step. And eventually we may all do it. If I'm alive long enough, I would love to go to space. And if I get to go take vacations on the moon or something, that would be awesome too. But it is the future, 100%. That's why, guys, get Bitcoin, get digital currency. We're not going to be able to take cash up into space. Get that. Trust me. That's where it's all headed. Alien Girl says, Perseverance lands tomorrow. Awesome. Mike says, Damn, I'm falling asleep. I'm sorry, Mike. I hope I'm not boring you, bud. Alien Pickle, NDA, NDA, NDA. So, guys, a lot of you are tired. A lot of people are going to bed. What time is it for you guys where you are? Let me know. The signal says, I'm afraid by the time it's cheap and easy enough for us to go, the G-forces of launch will not be kind to our bodies. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that signal. Um, That's very true. Who knows? But there might be some kind of medicine or something that we don't, we won't have the bodies that we see today at that time. You know, everything changes so quick. Everything evolves so quickly. We get... Our, the human advances that we have are, are pretty wild in certain sectors, right? That's something that I was bringing up recently about UFOs and how we constantly see the same shapes of craft. There are different kinds of craft mixed in, but the main craft are always the same kind of shape. And people disagreed with what I was saying, but I feel like I'm I'm surprised that these advanced ETs don't have like millions of different kinds of craft at this point after 70 years justin says it's 1 25 a.m here in cope in copenhagen denmark that's awesome copenhagen man i'd love to go to denmark that seems like a cool place pro illusionist says the expanse tv show they use the juice to combat g-forces well we're definitely going to have some kind of juice or something trust me they're going to figure out a way to get us out in space all ages it's going to be like Space travel as a you know pastime or like getting away with your family is definitely going to be a thing. I totally think it's going to be possible. <laughs> the signal said, "Pro illusionist, here comes the juice." Tell John to watch the show. The signal suggested I watch The Expanse. I'm going to watch it. Trust me. With the lives and trying to create content, and if you guys didn't see recently, apart from the Elon Musk art piece that I dropped, I dropped the. Uh, I dropped the uh, J. Alien Hynek graphic. I gave you guys a little hint there. Stanford Freeman might be the next one. But the J. Alien Hynek graphic, I thought it came out really good. I had this idea. I was like, I'm going to take Hynek and I'm going to turn him into an alien. And I'm going to play, you know, have a little fun with the words. And we're going to turn that into a t-shirt. 
and I used bright colors on purpose so it would pop on like a white shirt. And really, whenever I create art or t-shirts or whatever I'm going to do with the, you know with these art pieces, I want you guys to be able to wear it and I want people to see the art and just and then ask you what is that? And then you can break the ice and you can talk about UFOs and you can tell them about disclosure and you can share, you know, who that is on the shirt and who made the shirt and just ex expand more discussions. It's a creative way to break the ice. Alien Girl said, oh my God, the art is so amazing, Gaucho. Thank you, man. Thank you. It means a lot. I hope I get better. Like, I wish I was as good as I w was with a pen and paper uh, on top on my drawing pad. Zignal said, the art is amazing, man. So clean. Love your style. Thanks, guys. Space Monkey said, once they find a cheaper way to protect us from solar radiation, it shouldn't be a problem. And they're going to find it, guys. They are going to find a way to keep us safe in space. And, uh, you know, I got to be honest. We've had this idea of UFOs and the phenomenon coming from space. But lately, I've been thinking that just how close the bond is between us and them, because there is a bond there. People are ignoring it. People are not trying to see it because they, the word alien makes you think that they're foreign. They are different than us. But there is a bond there. You know, we are a valuable resource to these beings. They interact with us. They sh supposedly share messages of peace and how to protect the planet. And they use us <laughs> for creating hybrids and all these all these different things. But it's an interaction, that a bond that hasn't broken. It's not like they've disappeared forever. They're still here. They're still interacting with us. And I've been wondering recently, one... Are they just here hiding somewhere in between reality that we can't see yet? Something that we can't perceive they can jump in and out of? Or are they hiding in the oceans? Because I feel like, yes, the craft can travel at tremendous speeds and uh, drop super fast and shoot up super fast, right? But it seems like they're here. <laughs> like for everything that I've read, everything that I've seen... Look at the bigger picture. It seems like they're here and they've been here. Like they're not going back and forth. Like they're here. So maybe they are, like I said, jumping in between a reality that we can't see, but they're here. They're somewhere on this planet. I don't know. It's something I've been thinking about recently. Because the concept of space aliens, I believe there's life in space. An intelligent life. And there very well could be space aliens visiting us right but i think ultra terrestrials and you know maybe terrestrial beings that we just don't understand yet i don't know it's it's just been more the way that i've been leaning recently in the past i don't know uh in the past three or four years i i hate getting too stuck on the ultra terrestrial aspect of it because then I feel like I get, I have no way to like get back to the nuts and bolts, which is maybe the wrong approach. It's what I was saying earlier. It's looking at it through a human lens. Like I need a physical, I need to see a physical craft, right? It can't just be something that's, you know, if you look at it, it's one thing. If he looks at it, it's something else. And if he looks at it, it's something else. Because then what is it? It's the tricky part of this whole thing. But if there's one thing, if there's one thing that I can't 
ignore and I can't deny, in my personal opinion, is that these beings have been here forever. They have. They've been here forever. And they've been interacting with us forever. So there has to be a bigger purpose to that than they're just visiting us back and forth. You know what I mean? But we were just talking about space travel and going back and forth. So who knows? I hope you guys saw the last video that I uploaded. I thought it was really important to share that aspect that this report that's going to drop in 130 days or you guys probably know the exact date and you know how many days are left. I thought it was important to share that because if the wrong message gets out, it could, at least in the eyes of the general public, in the eyes of Congress, sort of shelf the topic and, and put us back a little bit. It's never going to stop the topic because the topic has never stopped, right? It's always continued. People have, because it's real. You know, people have not stopped looking into this topic because it's real. If it wasn't real, it would have faded away a long time ago. But it hasn't stopped. That's why we can't stop searching for the truth. Not until we figured it all out. Or at least have some more pieces of the puzzle to pass on to the next generation. Because it seems like a lot of people have passed away looking into this topic because the mystery is is deep and, and hiding in the shadows. And unless you can get into the shadows and grab it and pull it out of the shadows, I don't know what we're going to do, right? The signal said 127 days. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Signal's been counting it down. Thank you, man, for doing that. I was going to ask you before I dropped the video while I was like working on it. I was like, I should hit up the signal and ask him how many days exactly are left. Alien Pickle says, read up on Charles Hall if you want to know about them being openly here. I will, man. It's just like, I've read so many theories and I've looked into so many cases and I, I literally spend hours, especially now that I have the, the channel and I'm creating content all the time. I spend like, I'd say 80% of my time looking into the UFO phenomenon. It used to be 50, right? Give me a good 50 or a good 40 when I was younger. But now, and I've been turning it up, right? I've been trying to get deeper and deeper and figure it out, but it gets it gets rough and you start to hear all these different sort of aspects and you always got to get centered again and start from scratch, it seems like. Chad says, what are your thoughts on the Bledsoe family? Certainly, this is far more than nuts and bolts, perhaps more of a simulation, and the phenomenon manifests itself by our simulation rules, like Elon thinks. That's a good question, man, and I haven't brought up the Bledsoe's because I think they're a very, uh, they seem like a kind and a very cool group of people, and a lot of my, uh, I guess friends of my channel have talked about the blood cells and they've done great work. So I would suggest check out uh, Project Unity's um, video he did with Chris Bledsoe. But there's this aspect of at least the lady, right? I think it has to do more with me than anything. Um, like I feel like if I were to come into contact with a ultra terrestrial or a being that could present itself to me however it wanted if that is the case with the lady. I don't think it presents itself to me as the lady. I think it would present itself to me as something completely different. And I think if it knew me and it could read what I it could read my mind or 
communicate telepathically with me, I think it wouldn't give me the same message that the Bledsoe's are getting. That's just my personal opinion. Even though I completely think that they are experiencing something and they are seeing the lady. You know what I mean? I'm not arguing that and I'm not trying to throw any any shade in that direction. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying I have a feeling that I wouldn't see the lady. And it's also something that I've been dealing with too. Uh, it's been raining nonstop, guys. So the C5 video has been on hold for like three weeks. But I'm worried that if I try to use my consciousness to contact whatever these beings are, that I'm not worthy for that interaction. And it's a personal thing. It's not like that I don't believe anyone that has UC5 or that have these more spiritual aspects of their encounters. I just feel like I'm not worthy for that kind of an, of an encounter. Um, it's like I've been struggling with that. Because I don't feel like spiritually or my consciousness is on that level as some of these other people. And I try to like convince myself or meditate. I've been meditating and like work on, I guess, my consciousness, my energy or whatever. And there's just a part of me inside of my, I guess you'd say my consciousness or my subconscious that doesn't let me really get all the way there when it comes to not feeling like, you know, like completely trusting myself to have an interaction. Like I think if I were to have an interaction with an ultra terrestrial or some kind of spiritual being or something like that, I don't think I would trust it. I think even if I told myself to trust it, even if it was telling me like that it was peaceful and it was here to help me and, I think I would have to like build trust with it and it would have to like show me and prove to me that it was actually coming in peace. And I think that's the crutch or that's the, the part where I get tripped up and where if these people are open to having that connection with the universe or whatever that is, right? I feel like I'm open to it, but I'm also not completely open to it to the point where I've said it a million times. If I were to see an angel right now land on my balcony, the first thing I would not think like, oh, oh my God, an angel. Like, tell me, you know, tell me all the secrets of the universe. I would be like, wait a minute. <laughs> there is a thing with wings that just landed on my balcony. And if it were to come and tell me, hey, I'm an angel, and these are the secrets of the universe, I'd be like, wait a minute. How do I know these are really the secrets of the universe and this is not just something you're telling me? I don't know. It's all this, it's this internal battle that I have with trusting the phenomenon. It's, it's because I've looked at the phenomenon and I've seen, you know, aspects of ourselves and spiritual, I guess, spiritual people and spiritual groups and people sharing messages of love and light and then doing things that completely didn't embody that. I think we all have the capability of having that dark side in us, of lying, of cheating, of, you know, I'm more of the anti-hero. I'm not a hero. <laughs> like, and I think the phenomenon can sense that. The phenomenon can sense that I'm the anti-hero. 
So I don't know if I do see E5 or if I try to do anything like that, if it'll work fully. Like maybe I'll see the lights, but I don't think I'll ever, I don't know. I hope I do have a close encounter, to be honest. I used to be a little afraid of it in the past, but now I've, as I get older, I, I think, why not? You know, I'm not afraid of the phenomenon. I'm not even afraid of the abduction aspect of it. I think it'd be scarring and crazy but life is pretty scarring and crazy too. I think maybe the phenomenon couldn't do, <laughs> couldn't really do what life does to us sometimes, right? What society does to some of us. So let me check out the live chat. I got a little deep there. Godly Moose said, everyone here who hasn't read Jack Valet and John Keel really need to. John Keel is awesome, man. And John Keel is one of those people that thinks outside the box 100%. And he's one of those people that dropped ideas and concepts on me that made me go like, wait a minute, I got to get back to the nuts and bolts because then what is all this? You know what I mean? What is going on here? And that's what led me to look into the occult many times uh, was John Keel's work and Jack Valet's work. Uh, Godly Moose said, here's Keel's Operation Trojan Horse along with Passport to Magonia as a required reading. Oh, guys, I'm getting so tongue-twisted tonight. I remember when I was younger, luckily, I can cut all that out of the podcast. When I was younger, um, back to what I was saying, let me get concentrated again. When I was younger, for the third time, I read Passports of Magonia. But I have to reread it, because I don't remember that much of it. I have to grab it and read it again. The signal said, in a way, uh, you're saying you don't feel worthy because you don't feel like you're easily persuaded. Not to say others are, but they have images they'll accept more readily than you will. And he said, but that's not a bad thing. You just have to dive inwardly and find that image, that symbol idea, the symbol the idea is to you. I think, you know, the problem for me is that the image is what it is. You know, like if I see a gray, I'm not saying that I'm going to like freak out and try to harm something because that's just how I am. Right. I'm, I'm a pretty chill guy. Like I know when to use force, when not to use force. I know when to get angry, when not to get angry. And if you ask my wife or anyone that knows me, she'll know that I kind of respect everybody. And I kind of hold my I hold my ground till the moment comes. Right. So I'm not like a threat to them. And I don't consider them a threat to me. It's like they don't really nothing really scares me at this point. I feel like it's kind of trippy, but not scary even if i think of an image that the phenomenon would represent in me it's like the image that we see it's like what everyone sees and all the images not just one not like the grays i'm saying everything like anything could appear to me even a lady could appear to me i'm just saying that i don't think i would have the same response to those image to any image like it would literally have to be i don't know my grandmother <laughs> But even if it was my grand, like, I, I would know it's not my grandmother. That's what I mean, guys. When I start thinking of the spiritual aspect of it, I get, like, I get caught up in it. And I try to, like, get back to more, like, a physical aspect of it. But I know that there's something, there's something very important in the consciousness aspect of this and the spiritual aspect of this. And when I say spiritual, I just mean, like, energy. And I'm trying to figure it out. But I'm also trying to catch up and, like, get myself to that level to be ready to have these experiences that other people have.
But at this moment in time, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm 100% worthy for that kind of an interaction. It's crazy. Guys, my camera is going to die like right now. So we're going to end it here. But I want to thank you guys uh, for being here. And for those of you that I didn't get to read your comments, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for sharing your thoughts and theories in the, in the live chat. Space Monkey, Signal, Great Troll, um, Eugenia. And for those of you listening, I hope I didn't bore you. This happens every Wednesday. If you guys want to support me in any way, you guys can find links in this video description to my Twitter, uh, my Patreon. And you can even pick up those shirts I was talking about, the graphics. I'm going to drop a new one every month. If you haven't seen the last video I dropped yesterday, please check that out. And as always, guys, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, you guys need to know you are awesome. And it means a lot that you're here and you're joining these discussions and you're listening as well. <laughs> so I'm going to end this year before the camera dies. You guys are awesome. Never stop searching for the truth because it is out there. I know it sounds cheesy, but I got to remind everybody every once in a while. <laughs>